and welcome. This is Jacqueline with Sound Body Wisdom. Thanks for being here. Today, I want to offer a, a shorter episode, and it emerges from conversations that I've been having, been talking with people and listening and reflecting. And it seems that more than ever, there's there's some type of disconnection that seems to be depleting people's sense of well-being now, maybe, maybe more than ever. And like most things, there's, at least I don't think there's one single thing you can name and say that, that's it. That one thing is the cause of it. And at the same time, I do feel compelled to speak to some things that I believe are significant contributors. So when I'm discussing topics of this nature, which often I am discussing things of this nature, you know, it's an interesting puzzle because when we use language or ideas such as well-being or fulfillment, happiness, these will inevitably mean different things to different people. So what I like to do is You know, I use all of these words and more to hopefully, hopefully construct a shape or a concept that has dimension or is at least relatable to as many people as possible. You know, and as, as I sit with the nature of, of well-being, fulfillment, joy, happiness, you know, I think it, it has a lot to do with remembering, you know, maybe even for the first time, who we are on a fundamental, like our deep core level. Because, you know, we are and and have been and will probably continue to be really, really bombarded by, by a world, a society, a marketing machine, Uh, that really, it seems to dictate to us certain narratives or certain ideas of of what a life should be, what, what success should be, what fulfillment should be, happiness, what it, what it looks like. And these, these narratives, these ideas, these messages, these influences, They've, to some degree, drowned out or maybe even overridden what we might know is actually true for ourselves and maybe replaced it with, you know, these ideas of we need to be more or have more or look different, be smarter, stronger, richer, and on and on. You know, and even if we only absorb a small part of this, it can, it can really create a powerful disconnection within ourselves, a tension or a, a conflict within ourselves. And that can, it can push us further from our sense of well-being, our joy, feeling fulfilled. So for me, one of the antidotes to this is the practice of 
building the skills of awareness, kindness, and curiosity. Because through awareness, kindness, and curiosity, we can begin to remember who we are, our nature, right? We can give permission to remember our authentic self and reconnect our different parts. Through awareness and kindness and curiosity, we begin to remember, build trust, be vulnerable, and grow our well-being by realizing that, that the narratives or ideas that we've been immersed in, that not all of them belong to us. You know, and we, we grow our practice of becoming aware and asking ourselves questions because, because we're interested in what we may find and, and we bring kindness to care for ourselves in the process. Listening and connecting to these layers in parts of ourselves, it gives us opportunity to hear something other than these external noises or these external influences. And yes, it can be maybe a little scary to explore the potential unknown, something different, new territory, because we don't always know what we'll find there, but but we do it each at our own pace and we lean into our kindness so we can find balance, be more gentle, more available to connect to ourselves. You know, even when we listen just, just a little and care for what we find within us, the shift can be absolutely profound because we can start to connect to what brings us fulfillment and joy. You know, we listen and align with our own, like our own maps, our own ideas, instead of feeling maybe this, this tension or conflict that really does come from, you know, what is being projected towards us from the outside and that it's not lining up with what feels true for us on the inside. Instead, you know, we can choose to cultivate a sense of alignment, a sense of well-being. Because when we start connecting to ourselves, we begin to relieve the tension or conflict that is inherent in this dynamic. And then I, I really, I begin to ask myself, you know, can we discover for ourselves what fulfillment looks like, what it feels like? and joy, well-being. Can we, can we be curious and kind to allow ourselves to remember what these mean to us, how they connect us to ourselves, within ourselves? And I ask this because I'm, I'm curious about what's possible when, when we each commit to being more connected to our own self, our own true self, our joy, this sense of well-being. How do we change? How do we grow? And then how does the world grow and change in relationship to this? So does, does this inundation of, of relatively unsustainable external messages dictating or, or influencing 
how we think and feel, does it, does it contribute to our feelings of isolation, of disconnection, anxiety, or a lack of well-being? Well, I, I do think it is a significant contributor. And it, and it seems to be accelerating. You know, probably because we are living through such extraordinary times and such extraordinary rates of change. You know, change in how we imagine ourselves, how we imagine what it means to live or, or be happy and fulfilled. Certainly change in information, the amount of it and the constant sort of thrust of it. It's like sort of like an ocean that we can forget that we're immersed in. The content, the sounds, images, it's, it's nonstop. And it's only going to increase, really. I mean, the internet, smartphones, cellular, Bluetooth, our homes, cars, and in our pockets, we are connected all the time. And how amazing. I mean, truly, it's incredible. And along with this, I wonder... You know, how is this, this greater technical connectivity, how is it maybe perpetuating this greater sense of a lack of actually feeling connected? That like the sheer quantity and the rate of information is, it's like it's creating more of a separation, this feeling of disconnection. Like there's a distance that seems to be growing, a distance within ourselves and, and to the world around us. It's, it really is almost as if we need to remember or learn how to communicate with ourselves again. Because really, you know, communication is what can help connection. Again, awareness, kindness, curiosity, this is what can support developing our communication, this connection to ourselves. And, you know, biologically speaking, it works really well with our nervous systems, you know, because even though our, our external world and the circumstances there have changed exponentially, really, fundamentally, our nervous system is it's really similar to what it was like 500 years or so ago. You know, it means that what worked well 500 years ago with our nervous system can now actually work against us. You know, our sense of, of disconnection in this day and age can actually end up putting us into a state of stress response, which, you know, as we've discussed in the last episode, you know, our stress response can be an okay boost in the short term, but long-term stress, it can start doing harm on many levels. The stress response generated by our nervous system, it can happen because, you know, we as a species, we're actually wired for connection. And being connected to ourselves is an essential part of this. So when we don't have that connection, our nervous system sees it as, as a threat. And so this stress response can be generated. So it's essential to be connected and to connect with ourselves 
along with others and nature and with animals. And, and not only does it support our sense of well-being, it works well with our nervous system and then our health-related distress. So this is where developing our skills of awareness, kindness, curiosity, this is where it comes in. Because many of us have never been taught the value of these skills. And, you know, maybe if there's one or two of them that we do actively engage, we might not realize the, the brilliance of using the three of them together to actively grow our well-being, our sense of connection, fulfillment, and joy. Awareness, kindness, and curiosity, they help us to invest in ourselves, right? To get to know more of what brings us joy and fulfillment. To discern what's genuine from within ourselves and what's external ideas that ultimately maybe don't truly nourish us. Awareness, kindness, and curiosity, they create more space within us. Some breath, some quiet to connect to all our different parts and, and aspects of who we are. Kindness and curiosity, they create this space for us. And within this space, we grow our connection to self. We allow ourselves to know more of who we are. And we discover what brings us joy, what, what brings us alive, what offers us fulfillment. We learn what well-being, what it means to us, for us. And as we develop a deeper connection to who we are, this is what really cultivates our sense of well-being. You know, in, in a world where more individuals feel connected and grounded in their well-being and in their own, I would say, even their heart, this is a world where people across all differences, they can find a way to connect, to grow, and to support one another towards, let's call it a collective well-being. Because it really can ripple out like that from each one of us. It's like a loop of reciprocity. It begins within each of us, but then it just grows through this reciprocity. And then, of course, first for any of us is just the decision to, to actively practice these skills. To practice awareness and kindness and curiosity. Because... They really are. They're a, they're a force of amazingness. And if you've, if you've listened to any of the other episodes or um, have read any parts of my book, you know that, that everything leads back to awareness, kindness, and curiosity for me because I really do think um, they're that significant. So you can, you can learn more about developing your awareness, your kindness, your curiosity in some of my previous episodes. And of course, I have so much that I share and exercises in my book about them and more. But for right now, though, 
Maybe you can try and just set an intention to slow down. Maybe to just quiet yourself. Grow your awareness. Just listen and allow your curiosity, your kindness, to be present with yourself, to connect within yourself. Yeah. So thanks for being you and for joining me today. It's always a gift. And remember, you can visit my website, soundbodywisdom.com. You can reach out with questions and comments or find my book there. In the meantime, this has been Jacqueline with Soundbody Wisdom. Take good care. Mm-hmm.